KUC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening. Today we are talking about libraries and archives as always. This is our digital future public affairs programming. And last week we had a great guest, um, the Tattooed Librarians of the Pacific Northwest calendar, cover model, and month of April. We had Amber Slavin calling from Seattle, Washington. And today's uh, weather is reminding me of Seattle, Washington. It's a little rainy for the first time in a while, which I don't mind. But last week before that, we had um, the Director of Education for Film Independent, and she was great also. Those were probably one of my um, favorite shows. Those both back-to-back weeks were great. I've only had a show about a year now since last summer when I started library school. I'm at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign um, Long Distance Leap Education and Graduate School of Library Information Science. So on this show, we're going to just talk to you about libraries and archives, museums, just any information space. And we like to talk about the digital future. You know, everything is moving online, but... In a way, you have to also remember that paper products are important. There is something to going into a building. Everything is not just online. We can have classes, as Amber mentioned last week, that will teach the community things that we take for granted. Like she explained, they have um, Craigslist classes on how to use that to get a job, to look for job interviews. And, you know, public community service programming is important for the community. It's a free reference public libraries are great and the budget's cutting them so we've got to really if you want to call in and talk about this subject call us at 949-824-5824 that's 949-UCI-KUCI if you've got any librarians out there any archivists here's your time to chime in we've just got um till 4 30 so we have like 20 minutes usually so it's about 4 10 and Today we also have an intern in, so hopefully she's going to learn some things about public affair programming here in KUCI. Um, just to let you know, next week we'll also have an intern, and the week after will be sports programming. So every Friday at 4 p.m. you can hear Our Digital Future, which is great that there's sports programming because that's the week I'll be in library school. So it is a distance learning program, but once a semester we go in person for a full day of classes and I'm taking four classes so it's like a Thursday through Monday thing and let me tell you about what we're learning in library school since this this program is about libraries I have one class about music librarianship and bibliography and for that we had to go to a music library and take a little tour and we're gonna have to write up a little report on that which is you Monday so the music library I went to is the Occidental Music Library up by Eagle Rock Highland Park and that campus I've never been to but it's pretty nice and the music librarian we actually had interview on our radio show months ago so that's up on the podcast if you go to kci.org you could check out Annette and she talks a great lot of things about being a music librarian she went to library school at UCLA 
and then was very fortunate to find a music librarian position right after. So her music library, um, let me describe it to you since I have to write about it, and um, it's an academic library, and it's, I believe, a private college that has students from all around the world. It's internationally known. And this music library, unfortunately, um, is, does not have the funding or the support from the music department on campus or now the library because the music library is its own little building. It's not part of the main library and you have to walk across campus away from the main library to get to it. It used to be funded through those departments, but now with the budget cuts affecting everyone, they pick and choose and for some reason libraries are being hit when I think they're very important. Especially, you know, I just um, saw a friend did work for a, a video animation for the Santa Clarita Public Library Systems. There, um, that subject's pretty interesting. It's the Preservation Beast, I believe it's called. So if you go to kci.org right now with me on the homepage like I'm doing, and you go to the 4 to 4.30 p.m. webpage link, Our Digital Future, and then from there, you can go to Twitter, which is I Have Up, and there's also um, a post from the Privatized Beast, which is going to be telling you about what's it called? privatizationbeast.org. And this is important because, well, let me just play it for you so you can hear it yourself, because this is a good announcement to help save libraries. This was made just recently, and I think it's important for everyone to hear. So check it out right Privatization here. Privatization beast roams the American landscape, stalking its prey. Social security, though nutritious, runs too fast for the lumbering beast. Libraries, though tiny and defenseless, are plentiful. Enzymes in the behemoth's esophagus immediately begin to break down the library, forcing it to charge a fee for services that were formerly free, such as patent research and books. The revenue models floating in the behemoth's stomach, like catalogs, gift shops, and coffee stores, leach into the library. When the mangled carcass of the library is finally eliminated, it is barely recognizable. This is happening today, and you can stop it. Go to www.privatizationbeast.org and save the first library under attack in Santa Clarita, California. So that there was saying um, about the privatization beast and libraries, that that's like what's going on now is they're, they're turning into like commercial spaces when it's not needed with the government funding. We shouldn't have to turn these public libraries private. So check out the animation for that. Um, because my friend, um, the lead singer of Moses Campbell, did this claymation for that really great project. And you can get a link to it from my Twitter, which is just I Love Libraries, but it's L-U-V, I-L-U-V Libraries, which is also from my webpage um, for this radio show, ziba.kuci.org which is also found at KUCI.org for the time today of 4 to 4.30. And I want to give a shout out to the show right before us, 2 to 4 p.m. every Friday, Pyrotechnics with Brit. She um, plays a lovely collection of bird songs and raindrops. 
And then stay tuned for 4.30 to 5 today. We've got The True Nation, where Vishnu discusses current congressional legislations and propositions that can affect Americans, which is interesting. There's like some, a lot of stuff going on in Wisconsin right now, which I hear about through my library peers. They're up uh, in the Midwest in Illinois, but they're, some of them are from Wisconsin, so that's a big deal right now with uh, the governor and everything. Check that out. But back to the topics on um, libraries and archives. Another class I'm taking is audiovisual materials in um, libraries and archives. And that's important. To, um, we just talked about um, Hulu and the Criterion Collection coming to Hulu Plus, which is interesting, you know, the price of some of these classic films. Um, I was a film major here at UCI, so I'm very interested in film and media studies, and it's great to watch all the classic films, foreign films and everything. But, you know, they're not readily available. A lot of them are rare and out of print. So that's what's great about libraries is they'll have, you know, one copy for you to check out. But then sometimes, you know, copies get damaged. And that's what we talked about in our last class was how do you return? Do you have a drop box? And then you just drop them in. And then what if they get damaged? You know, they don't have money to replace it. That's why it's very important to keep good care of whatever you check out from the library so others can use it because it's like a community thing. So it's not, you know, that's why they were saying stuff like Blockbuster, like they didn't care how you returned it, like it could be dropped and it wasn't such a big deal because they'll just replace it really fast. But for libraries, it's very important. They're not like a commercial thing necessarily. Um, I enjoy the Newport Beach Public Library locally because of all the DVDs they have for checkout just with your library card, which anyone can get from the state of California. You just show them your driver's license and you can sign up for the Newport Beach Public Library you can get five DVDs at a time for five days and you can renew it usually up to three times so you can have five DVDs for almost three weeks and it's really great stuff. Just hit renew online and that, there you go. Since I live in Long Beach, you know, I'll just keep, you know, sometimes do that. So I think libraries are very important. Public libraries are more of um, social justice. I think as what Amber said she's um, concentrating on public libraries she told us last week um, I enjoy academic libraries which is which, where I've worked since around 2004 here at UCI libraries just because you're surrounded by you know the college students everybody wants to learn and research and you know our library here it used to be considered a research library but they've been saying recently you know with the funds that we're getting from the budget state California state budget we don't have the, the, the money to purchase what we would need to to be considered a research library so we're just becoming more more generic which we don't want to be but they're not giving us you know enough money when when um, universities and not, I'm not talking about UCI specifically but just in general when universities have to you know give the budget out they can you know give so much to the library or so much to other places and for some reason they don't want to give a lot to the libraries I don't know well, I guess it depends which university, but I know UCSD just recently posted something on their webpage. If you go to ucsd.edu, I believe, their um, library webpage just posted a great announcement that something um, we could try to do similar to. Let's see where it went. Let's see. So if you go search libraries, library, because this was just talked about today at um, our library. The UCI, uh, UC San Diego Libraries homepage. So they have um, 
an announcement, I believe. Let's see. Oh, but journal as a school. Well, so I'm not sure. But I think you need to just be aware about the budget problems and be active in, you know, what the problem is, is, is we need the faculty to tell the chancellors that this is something worth fighting for, not just to, on a survey, necessarily say, yeah, I love the libraries and we should give them more s support from the budget, but they should be something, you know, we should go out there and be visible, not just vocal, but really fight for the libraries. I think faculty appreciate the library for providing the materials. A lot of the departments don't have their own money, like the film and media department, to buy all their own films. So the library provides the materials for the classes, you know, for reserves and everything. So that's what's so important. But when the budget cuts come, what gets cut? It's, there's only two places, really. There's a staff budget, and then there's the collections budget. So either, you know, they start laying off staff, which I certainly don't want, or, you know, you just cut what they can purchase for the library for classes, which I guess the school doesn't want, so I just think we're a lot more important than they're, they're giving us recognition for. So like this radio show, I'm just trying to provide the tools for everyone to see how great libraries are, academic and public. And then there's also archives. Those are more unique because you're not purchasing something that's going to be in another archive. Those are very individualized. So per person, like there's the Mark Twain archive up in Berkeley and there's like Abraham Lincoln archive in Illinois. And um, earlier in the year, last year, we had the Navy CB archive, the Navy CB's archive up in Ventura. That's more like government information, but things like that. The archivists actively purchase things off eBay or Craigslist or um, any kind of estate sale to add to their collection. They want to collect for one subject. So, for instance, she wants to collect everything from the Navy Seabees, the historical record, and people go to research about that. But then I, I do enjoy archiving. I'm trying to get a special collection certificate and um, archives, so hopefully we can at this university hire a full-time archivist because that's important for university archives to collect the history of a university since UCI has been here since the 60s you know it's a fairly new campus and it's great to have a history we can go back and research I know campuses like the one I go to in Illinois they've been around for a lot longer and I really enjoy all the rich history they have and we we've got to take a tour of their archives over there at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign and those are really extensive like those go back so far and they also house the ALA archives so the American Library Association has all their boxes of records and everything and so archives can be things that you know people might not think are valuable to keep but they're all kinds of different that's what the archivist decides is what do we keep and what do we not keep do we keep budget records do we keep record meeting notes do we keep anything you could think of is potentially something worth worth keeping but then you have to see do we have the space for it do we have the right humidity control or pest control for keeping these for the future generations because everything needs preservation and main maintenance which is what I like um, audiovisual preservation and is something I want to look into because um, I don't know you know films you really have to keep them 
in a good temperature so that they don't liquidize, as you know, depending on what your film material is, is why even now we have digital film libraries with studios doing um, high def and that's like something that's changing. So archive, archivists, you know, there aren't a lot of positions, so it's pretty competitive, but it's definitely something important for everyone. So it's um, 4.23, we're almost near the end of the program. So I want to remind everyone, you're listening to Our Digital Future with me, ZBZ, every Friday at 4 p.m., where we discuss the future of our information spaces. And I'm a guestless student, so I go to Graduate School of Library Information Science. And that's what people do to become librarians usually, because usually you need a MLIS degree, Master's of Science in Library Information Science. It's not too bad. Uh, it's like a two-year program, even while working full-time. It's doable, so that's something to look into if you're a recent uh, grad here at UCI. You just got your bachelor's. You're looking on um, what next? Well, you can just apply to jobs and get an interview and take it, which I did, but that wasn't enough after a few years, it's like, oh, well, what else can I do? I'll work at the library as staff, but what else can I do? So whatever subject you are, that's something you could go into because these librarians specialize in the subject that maybe your bachelor's was in or whatever, you're, if you had another master's. So like law librarians, actually, usually they have to have a law degree as well. Uh, medical librarians don't necessarily have to have a medical degree, which is interesting. But then music librarians, a lot of times they want you to have a bachelor, uh, master's of music as well. So standardization in the library information science world is important as well. To have the library subject just continue. I mean, it's been around f for a long time. But I know um, our, our campus said, uh, in Illinois is one that was one of the leading schools, so they're very big into the research of continuing the services we provide. So everybody check out www. Well, check out the pri Privatized Beast on Twitter. They have their own Twitter. And also check out privatizationbeast.org. That's something to look at for private libraries, which used to be public libraries, which we don't want. And stay tuned to KUCI 88.9 FM for more great programming. We're going to end the show. Well, we started it off with a song by Hey Mercedes, Let's Go Blue, which was one of my favorites. And how about we end it with another one of my favorites. It's called Quit. So that's a good song to quit with here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week. Quit if you feel that you are going to make me sick.